So, everyone. Yes. Public service announcement. Here it comes. Get ready. If our sound quality is a little bit different than mm-hmm. normal, it's because we are quarantined. <laughs> Damn! We're quarantining ourselves from ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> We're being fucking socially responsible human beings. Yeah. Even though we technically just spent the weekend together. <laughs> we did. And we were way closer than six feet at most most times. Oh, like the majority of the time. But you know what? We are older now and wiser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're better people for it. Better. Way better people. <laughs> I want your face bigger in my face. There we go. So what we're doing is we're basically Skyping and recording at the same time, which is weird, but oddly more satisfying because I can see your face better. Yeah. And it looks like she's in the room with me. That's right. Yeah. Although with your video in my face, I feel like I could see you way better than hidden behind all those top ramen boxes like how we normally record. (laughs) I kind of think so too. And if I'm being honest, this makes me want to be even more socially introverted than I ever was. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah. Might be a problem. Yeah, don't come over anymore. <laughs> Let's just I do this. I feel like we never need to hang out again. Also, I can drink because I don't have to drive, so this shit's going to get interesting. Yeah, second point. What if our yeah. audio quality is better? <laughs> I was just going to say coronavirus is like upping our game up because this is the classiest I've ever seen the podcast. This is the most technologically advanced I've ever seen it. <laughs> Yeah, no joke. I mean, literally, even if we if we had wanted to, we could right now start video recording and sharing that shit because it's just our faces. Like, you don't want to see what's behind us, but evidently there's an option to blur your background. So hello. Yeah. All right. So anyway, you know, hopefully it has significantly improved the podcast. If not, we deeply apologize. And as soon as this whole apocalypse blows over, we're going to be back to normal. Yeah. As <laughs> soon as all these people just get on with it. yeah yeah as soon as we all get it and either die or live yeah we'll be fine oh fuck yeah it'll be crazy out there though it's real crazy out there and fucking brandon is just like going to the store i'm like uh you're not allowed back in this goddamn house (laughs) he's like lysoling before he comes in that shit's a hot commodity though you can't just like lysol anyone for any reason you gotta have like a good enough reason because you don't want to run out he lysoled my brother on the street for a joke so (laughs) Oh, you guys are going to be fucked. It's all right. I got plenty. Yeah. Well, I'll share it with you. Listen, I've got hand sanitizer, but that's about it. Girl, you got more hand sanitizer than I have seen in any place in like the last two weeks. You ain't wrong. No. (laughs) Also, he it was like literally day one of quarantine. And he was like, uh, I was like, fuck, I forgot to bring Stacy her mic. Like I already went out and I already I forgot to bring it to her and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'll do it. I'll go. Do you want me to go? Like, I'll just bring <laughs> it to get her. out of the house. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he can't be quarantined. <laughs> there's, there's no, no. quarantining this man. No, it's actually the only reason I am, quote unquote, quarantined is because I get to work from home now. So there is no reason for me to leave. And both my kids basically have a cold. So I'm like, oh, I'll keep them home for the week so that I don't spread it to the other little kids at daycare because I'm a decent fucking human being. <laughs> Wonder <sighs> where her kids got these colds. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuckers at daycare. Yeah. But uh, they don't have coronavirus, so don't worry. It is instead hand, foot, and mouth. So, you know, wary again. <laughs> so also contagious. <laughs> yeah. Also really super contagious and sucks. But he actually doesn't have it that bad. So, you know, there's that. That's good. All right, Stacy. Well, let's get the show on the road. Okay, let's do it. We might as well. Okay, give me your goddamn Aaron. Well, 
my fancy new job that I just got. Yes, she got a new job. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I got a new job. Unfortunately, uh, this is uh. my goddamn, so you should probably be a little bit concerned. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Uh-oh. is right. No. They're on a hiring freeze. What does that mean? That means that I don't get to start until May 4th now. Holy shit. Okay, but wait. Still good. You still have the job. I still have the job. As long as everybody survives. Yeah, as long as everybody lives, and especially this one lady who's like the VP or whatever, because she really liked me. She was like, we really don't want to lose you. Like, I hope this is okay. It's not me. It's like coming from fucking corporate or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah, so she's like, I mean, that's the soonest that we can start. They're on a hiring freeze until May, and that's, I don't know, a fucking Monday or something. And so I was like, yeah, I still want it. Let's do this. It sucks a little bit because I already am like, two weeks and I'm out, motherfuckers. Like, I don't care. that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I have to care again for like a month and a half. Oh, no. They're probably so stoked where you currently work. Uh huh. The last two weeks are the hardest two weeks ever, and you basically just got through the first one. So you're halfway there. Yeah. Oh, that's heartbreaking. God damn. That's probably the worst goddamn I've ever heard, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. It's like, it's like being told that you're in your senior year of fucking high school, and you're like, yup, gonna cruise through this shit. And they're like, you gotta do summer school. And you're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you need extra credits. Well, that's what the summer school is about. (laughs) All right, Stacey, give me your goddamn. Oh, I got a doozy. A doozy, huh? A doozy. (laughs) All right. So I was mopping my floors today. A weird sentence to say if you know that I'm living on fucking cement floors, a.k.a. foundation right now. But Mm -hmm. shit gets gross, and I fucking needed to mop them, especially to get rid of all the coronavirus. You're going to get mop water in the cracks. Oh, I don't care about that at all. It's all getting (laughs) demolitioned in like two weeks anyway. But my sweet little baby boy crawls on it now because he crawls everywhere. And I'm like, I just don't want you touching that until I disinfect it at least 300 times, like (laughs) six times a week. So I pull a little mop out and it's been a hot minute since I've done this, probably a week. And it's been all rainy and shit. And the mop for some reason was outside in our fucking hangar in the backyard, aka the carport. (laughs) Nope. Yep. Nope. And yep. I already know where this is fucking going on account of (laughs) it should have been my goddamn because I Mm, go ahead go ahead yeah i won't ruin it (laughs) yep you're going in the right direction (laughs) well it was wet from the last time it was used or from rain puddles i don't fucking know but it was wet and the kind of mop we have has like this like plastic shield that goes over the actual mop part Mm -hmm. and you like lock it down and then you press the handle you like pump it like you're like pumping a 12 gauge shotgun And it spins it really, really, really fast, and then it, like, shakes off all the extra water. It's like one of those fucking ass-seen-on-TV mops. Yeah. It's a fancy-ass mop. Yeah, my fancy-ass mop was sheathed and just sitting outside. (laughs) (laughs) And so I went to go grab it, and I brought it inside, and I put it in my super-hot bleach water Mm -hmm. because it was kind of, like, dirty on the tips from sitting on the ground outside. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's all right. I got bleach water. I'll get rid of this real quick. And I set it in there, and I go do, like, some things for a while. And then I come back and there's like a couple dead spiders and I'm like totally expected, whatever. They're like the daddy long legs, not very worried. It's just on the tips, right? Yeah. Well, (laughs) Uh uh-huh. I unlock the handle to like pump the thing, like I'm going to shake out all this water. Ask me what comes flying out of my fucking mop. You Uh, already know. It's a black widow or a brown one. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. I thought you were thinking of another thing. You have two goddamn oh, for my house. Oh, is it a fucking thousand pincher bugs? A thousand motherfucking pincher bugs. Oh. A thousand. 
like they were all up in the sheath and they were all living there. And then when I went to go shake it, it they were like, what the fuck? And they went flying everywhere all over. And I in, was doing in this- the bucket. Oh, I don't have a bucket, sweetheart. Oh, <laughs> I'm not rich. Oh, my this God. My sink. Wait. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. This is in my sink, my kitchen sink where I wash my dishes, where I put my baby's bottles. Like, <gasps> oh, my God. No. Did you turn on your oh garbage God. disposal? It wasn't in the garbage disposal side. It was. It was. I'm not a monster. Okay. Yes, okay. it was. Okay. So I pump it. And all these things come flying out. And they're all wiggling because now they're in bleach water and they're dying. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm freaking out because while it was over the sink, it wasn't like in the sink. So now I'm like, they've got to be all over me. Obviously. And there was at least a thousand. And I don't know. Like, I don't know what possessed me to do this. But I unlocked the sheath and I pulled it back and I like dumped the whole mop in the water as if to be like, kill them all. They're all on the mop. <laughs> and then I realized that they're probably living on like the sheath part two. And they just started crawling everywhere. And I was like squealing and screaming. And my oldest son was like, what's wrong, mommy? What's wrong, mommy? And I was like, get your dad. <laughs> and then Lee had to come in and take care of the situation. But holy fucking shit. First of all, I'd like to say I've never seen so many pincher bugs in my life, but I have this weekend with you. <laughs> In my backyard. Yeah, when I lifted off your fucking hose thing and I was like, oh, what is that? A thousand pincher bugs. Just why? Gently, why? gently placed underneath the top fucking loop of hose. Yeah. And it's not like my hose was laying on the ground like, I'm done here. It was like looped around a hose holder and they were all living between the hose, like where they touched yeah. on the top of the hose holder. I don't get it. I yeah. don't get it. I fucking infestation of pincher bugs is what i have got and i'll tell you that right now well then i fucking took your cooler and i was like i'll just wipe this down real quick and i had a rag and i was like let me pull this i don't know tiny (laughs) blade of grass out from the wheel because i was like i don't want this blade of grass in my car because we're about to put this cooler in my car and out comes a fucking black widow or a brown widow or whatever the fuck you want to call it along with its goddamn entire egg sack and then i scream obviously you have workers over who then look up at me like uh this do you need bitch. help yeah he's like do you do you need help i'm like it's fine everything's fine i'm just gonna go die now because oh it's so bad oh that it's was so, so awful bad and then lee is looking at me like why the fuck are you screaming and i'm like motherfucker why do you have spiders <laughs> i'll tell you what though uh guarantee you this time next year i will have hired an exterminator i don't care how much they cost or what the fuck ever i am so sick of dealing with these fuckers dude it's everywhere hire brandon he kills all the bugs in our life come on over brandon Fuck, I'll give him 50 bucks a month to, like, sweep the eaves, <laughs> right? <laughs> what are the fuck it takes <laughs> that I can't seem to manage? Oh, my God. In fact, I went to the garage today, and I was like, um, excuse you, there is a motherfucking black widow down there, like, just chilling out near the floor. And he, like, popped up faster than I've ever seen him and was like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get it. I'll take care of it. Yeah. Oh, like, man. No, let me get my you. shotgun. <laughs> yeah, but your husband has odd obsessions with, like, the weirdest things. So I could see yeah. that. Like, he would be the weird guy from VexCon or whatever that show is called on, like, <laughs> A&E, where they, like, he's like, oh, this is a rare rodent. I've never <laughs> seen one of these before. I've only read about it in encyclopedias. Yeah. He's like, oh, live action. You, let's get him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you ain't wrong. You ain't yeah, wrong. Yeah, I know. Shut up, baby. I know it. <laughs> All right, lady, you want to hear some murder? Yep, let's do it. Okay. 
Well, I am going to tell you about mm-hmm. Gerald and Charlene Gallego. Okie doke, artichoke. Mind you, this could be Gallego because I don't know where they're from. So, okay. It's double L's though. So, I mean, yeah. Take from that Who what knows? you will. And I actually do know where they're from. They're from Sacramento. So, okay. So, yeah, helps none. Yeah. <laughs> so, you could be anywhere from Sacramento. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Also, welcome to episode 80 because we can't seem to figure that shit out. So. Never can. But, oh, 80. Another yeah. milestone, right? Uh, yeah. Or it's just everyone a milestone. They're all milestones, but 80 is a pretty big at one. At this point, they're all milestones, <laughs> especially during the virus. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, Gerald was born July 17th, 1946 in Sacramento, California. His okay. mom was a sex worker. Ooh, not a prostitute, huh? Mm, same shit, right? <laughs> I mean, I think prostitute is just the less PC way to say that. Oh, it, de- it definitely is. People seem to be offended. Yeah. But every time I'm like, but that's what they're called. <laughs> right? So I'm like the asshole. So there's that. I mean, I'm sure that toot is probably even more offensive. <laughs> So she was a toot. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like toot's maybe even better. It's like a happy medium. Right? Like, oh, it's like just a cute nickname. Yeah. <laughs> she was a toot. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's just tooting. She's just tooting around town. She was Aww. a curb crawler. So. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad was in San Quentin prison serving time for murdering two cops. Oh, Lord, baby Jesus. Yeah. Fucking... Gold star childhood right here. I was going to say, he got him a childhood. Yeah, he might have mommy and daddy issues. Ooh. So his dad was the first man to be sentenced to death in the gas chamber in Mississippi when Gerald was nine years old. Oh, so, oh shit. I mean. That'll fuck you up. Dad's doing big stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking boundaries. Exactly. His mom, however, did not tell him that his dad was in prison, and she said that he had died in an accident. Oh, okay. So at nine, he had no idea that his dad was breaking boundaries, making records. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he, like, found out during his lifetime or when he found out, but, like, everyone afterward was like, hey, also, his dad did some shit. (laughs) So you know. (laughs) So it's in his genes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, maybe that's where it comes from, huh? I'll tell you about what he did, though. I, I'm assuming he didn't do some great shit just because his childhood was so awful. I mean, his childhood is pretty fucked. So yeah. by the time Gerald was 13 years old, he was already getting into trouble with the law. And he was arrested for, quote, having sex with a six-year-old. <gasps> Why did you say those words? Because they said he was caught having sex with a six-year-old. You're not having sex with a six-year-old. You're fucking raping a six-year-old. No, yeah, exactly. That's not how that works. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, so. That poor six-year-old. Fuck, right? Awful. And that was a neighbor. Oh, not right. Yeah. And then when he was older, he started working as a bartender and a truck driver. And he got married a total of seven times. Oh, my God. Whoa. That's a lot of times, especially for a man. Well, don't worry. Twice was to the same woman. So count it as six, right? <laughs> Listen, if it doesn't work out the first time. Yeah. I mean, the second time's the charm. Yeah. Also, a few times he was married to more than one woman at the same time. How? That's not even legal. So he wasn't really married? I'm assuming. Different states? 
I'm assuming it wasn't intentional, more of like the divorce wasn't finalized or didn't go through and they just, I don't know, didn't fucking check or something. And so they let him get married again. I don't know. Mm, That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. Like he was separated from the other woman. It wasn't like sister wives or something. (laughs) I like how it could be an option that they like just didn't check. I mean, listen, where did I say this was? Sacramento? No, they should have checked there. (laughs) I was going to say Mississippi, but no. Yeah, that's no. where his dad died. Yeah, that's where his dad died. So he met a lady named Charlene when he was already married, and she was about 10 years younger than Gerald. But she grew up in a totally normal household. Okay. But she started using drugs and drinking, and her life started to spiral. Oh. And then she was married twice already by the time she met Gerald. So she oh, wasn't. Shit. I mean, she came from a good family, and then she, like, wasn't doing so hot. Yeah, she had her own shit going on. Yeah, so then she falls in love with Gerald, and they get married. Okay. They decide that they should bring a third person into their sexy time. Ooh, a little threesome. Yeah, and so they do. But then Gerald got pissed when he realized that the girls were boning without him. Okay. <laughs> that's what he, That's what's supposed to happen, right? I mean... For like a minute. That's what happens in porn for a while. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was more like, oh, let's all do this together. And then they did. And then like maybe another time, Charlene and oh. this other chick were like, let's bone because he was cool with it. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. <laughs> Auto parts. <laughs> we are not sponsored. <laughs> not at all. We shouldn't be either. no. So Gerald gets pissed, right? And he decides that, well, they decide as a couple because couples make decisions together. Yeah. And they decide that they should kidnap some girl or girls (laughs) that Gerald could keep and rape. Oh, God. Yeah. (gasps) Is this like a I'm sorry gift? Not an I'm sorry gift so much as like a, oh, I can't satisfy all of your needs because you want to bone like so much aggressively. I guess. Oh, God. And so much. So. So we'll find you some slaves. Yeah. So then I'm just going to go straight into some shit right now. Okay, I'm ready. And on September 11th of 1978, two girls go missing. One was 17-year-old Rhonda Scheffler and 16-year-old Kippy Vaught. They were last seen at a mall in Sacramento. So we later learned that Charlene had actually lured the girls into a van And Gerald was waiting in the van and had a gun. No. Yeah. That he threatened them with and he tied them up. Oh, God. Yeah. Two days later, their bodies were found. They had been raped and beaten with a tire iron. No. Yeah. Oh, God. And then they were executed with a single gunshot to the back of the head. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So then on June 24th of 1979, so this is the next year, Two more girls go missing, Brenda Judd, who was 14 years old, and Sandy Colley, who was 13 years old. Oh, my God. Okay. They were last seen at the fair in Reno, Nevada, and they were just listed as runaways until 1982 when Charlene testified that Gerald had beaten the girls to death with a shovel or a hammer. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. So they didn't even know that they were dead. No. No, they, they had to, like, confess to it, basically. Yeah, they were like, Ugh. well, also, this was in Reno, Nevada. They were from Sacramento. So this couple was, like, traveling around and being like, oh, look at that. Another Doing fucking set of girls, right? Oh, yeah, let's just do, let's, you know, get them. Mm-hmm. 
And their bodies actually weren't found until 20 years later. So Holy shit. Yeah. Did she like say where they were? I'll tell you later. Is it part of the story? It's kind of part of the story. Yeah. Okay. 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 So April 24th, 1980. Again, two girls go missing. This was Karen Shipman and Stacy Redican, spelled like Stacy. No. Mine? Mm-hmm. No. They were both. She probably lives and sounds awesome. I mean, she sounded pretty awesome from the no details that I got. <laughs> <laughs> from everything I know about her. Yeah. She spells her name the same way as you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Therefore, none of these girls deserve to die. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. These two girls were both 17. Ugh. And this time they were taken from a shopping mall in Reno. Mm-hmm. And then three months later, their bodies were found. They had been raped and beaten to death with a blunt instrument. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure you're going to tell me, but does he do the beating like before, after, during? Because I already know that he's capturing them for sexual pleasure. So is it like a kink or is it like he just does it to be done with them? It's a he does it to be done with them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like a real piece of garbage. Yeah. Like rape is enough, man. Right? Then just fucking let him go. Wear a mask. Uh. <laughs> I'm not condoning rape, but I'm just saying if you're going to rape me, please don't kill me. Like, that yeah. sounds awful. Oh, seriously. A little overkill. And also, when you said wear a mask, I instantly thought of coronavirus. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I guess. I'm going to get germies anyway. I don't want that. Wrap it up. <laughs> a dumb mask for your dick. Yeah, you know? <laughs> okay. So, back to awful things. Mm-hmm. June 8th, 1980, Linda Aguilar was 21 years old. She went missing from Port Orford, Oregon, which okay. again is a fucking different state. There's hopping around. I didn't know that there's a Port Orford. What? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Like a Portland and a Port Orford? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's two words. <laughs> I don't know a lot of cities in Oregon. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just is there a lot of ports over there? <laughs> I'm sure there are. Isn't it a fucking coastal town? city for place, sure yeah state, yeah you know yeah you know what yeah. i'm getting at uh-huh <laughs> well there is i mean they have a whole city called portland so <laughs> yeah yeah and it wasn't that one <laughs> it was a different port <laughs> oh god and she went missing while she was hitchhiking oh super fucking sad part okay i'm ready she was four months pregnant at the time <gasps> no yeah and oh, it. her family didn't report her missing until June 20th. She went missing on June 8th. Jesus. Yeah. Just be- because she was like hitchhiking and they didn't know where she was going or she didn't check in a lot or. I don't know. She was 21. It could have been that she didn't check in a lot. But I mean, Ugh. that just sucks. And I'm not blaming oh, her family sucks. or anything for not reporting her or whomever for not reporting her. It just fucking sucks. Like that's yeah, a long that's- ass time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Her body was actually found two days later buried near Gold Beach. Oh, God. Okay, another super fucking sad part. I'm sorry. So her wrists and ankles were still tied up with a nylon cord. <sighs> and her skull was shattered. Oh, Jesus. However, uh-huh. she had sand in her nose, mouth, and throat. <gasps> no. Meaning that she had oh been my God. No. buried alive. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
No. No. How? Yeah. How did she live through that? I could imagine that she was probably unconscious, but still breathing. Oh my god, this is my nightmare. I'm going to go ahead and assume slash hope that she did not wake up like fucking buried. They did say it was a shallow grave too, so I'm assuming she did not wake up from it. Also, if your skull is shattered, you're probably not going to wake up. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, you're like Still covering terrible. your ears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't which is weird it. because I have ear plugs Head- in, yeah. earphones. There we go, headphones. You can do it. So I just hear you better. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me amplify this. <laughs> yeah, the opposite of what I'm going for here. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's awful. Isn't it? Oh, this poor fucking girl. What a dick. Yeah. Yeah. So then... <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else to say about that. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) So then on July 17th, 1980, Virginia Mokel, who was 34 years old, she's the oldest one so far. Uh He's getting older anyway. She was taken from the parking lot of the bar that she was a bartender at in Sacramento. Oh, God. And her body was found three months later, still tied up with nylon rope. Oh. Yeah. So this is his thing. He ties him up, does some things, and then kills him. Mm-hmm. And they believe that she was actually strangled to death with the rope. Ugh. Yeah. So, so far he has strangled a person, shot two people, and, like, beaten a lot of people to death. It's interesting that he has a bunch of different, like, uh... M.O.s. M.O.s, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's probably just, like you said, whatever is easiest to dispose of them. Yeah, like he's done and being a fucking psychopath. Oh my god, these poor women. Yeah. I wonder how they're like running into him. Well, one was hitchhiking, so I assume that way. And then the other ones were like walking places or like leaving a mall, maybe going to their cars and stuff. They're all at a fucking mall. Don't go to a mall. (laughs) Right? Well, we had other ones where people were taken from like the parking lot where you would go to yeah. your car or something and then there'd be like someone just shoving you into a van or shoving you like, hey, come over here. I have a lost puppy. My kid isn't breathing. <laughs> Get in the car. Like smell this perfume. Psych, it's chloroform. Exactly. Oh, chloroform. <laughs> form. Form. I can talk. One, Jesus just, Christ. Just one form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I assume maybe it's a lot of ways like that. Like they're abducting the girls in a van type thing. So mm-hmm. the fucking yeah. scary ass rape van. Oh, God. Yeah, the quintessential rape van. Mm-hmm. So then on November 1st, 1980, a couple named Craig Miller, who was 22 years old, and his fiance Mary Sowers, who was 21, they were leaving a frat party at about 1.30 in the morning, and they were forced into a stranger's car at gunpoint. Oh, God. Okay. Their friends actually saw them sitting inside this stranger's car with a, quote, rough-looking stranger sitting in the front passenger seat. Uh-huh. Who we're assuming is Gerald. Yeah. And one of Craig's friends went over to the car to, like, hey, man, what's up? Are you getting a ride yeah. home with these people? You this know? looks odd. Yeah, like, well, what's going on over here? Mm-hmm. And then Charlene came up and slapped this friend in the face and told him to oh, God. basically, like, get the fuck out of here. And so he did. Like, he's like, oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Jesus. Right? Uh- shit but the friends were like well that was fucking weird so they memorized the license plate of the car go friends yeah and there was another account that they forced craig back out of the car and shot him so 
that might be why his friends were like, whoa, we should probably remember the license plate. Because he got shot? Yeah. Or like that could have happened. Them? Well, see, I don't know. Because okay. it was like. I was like, yeah, you should remember the license plate. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. You should like, call the cops. That could be a very valid reason on why they need to remember it. But also, it could have happened farther away from his friends, like down the road or wherever, like farther away. And the friends were just okay. like, that was fucking weird. I don't know who those yeah. people were. Let's call right, Like, Let's it. remember the license plate. Either way, Craig was shot. And yeah. Okay. <laughs> And Mary was brought back to Gerald and Charlene's apartment where Gerald mm. raped her and then brought no. her to a field and shot her. No. Yeah. So at least now the police have a license plate number, right? Yeah. I mean, sunny side. Yeah. Yeah. And they trace it back to Charlene's parents. Oh. Yeah. That's not smart at all. That's what I'm thinking. Like, if you're going to do some <laughs> shit, don't worst. use your own car. I'd be so mad if one of my children did some murder and in a car registered to me. Right? I'd be like, I have kept my record spotless for how many fucking years? <laughs> right? I'm and not even... it took you, like, no time at all to fuck that all up. <laughs> right? Oh, so dumb. So the police go looking for them, and Charlene gives them, like, they fucking see Charlene, and they find Charlene, and she gives them a fake name and ID, which was Mrs. Stephen Stiles. Mm. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. That never happened. Basically just denies the whole thing, right? Okay, that'll work. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, miss. Later. Uh, apparently it did, because the police were like, oh. maybe there was a misunderstanding. Let's go fucking, I don't know, recount our fucking shit, and we'll get back to you, right? What? So then, obviously, Charlene and Gerald skip town. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. And Gerald gets Charlene to talk to her parents and have them wire transfer her money so that they can survive. Okay. (gasps) Oh, shit. So you'd be mad if your kids fucking used your car, right? Yeah, yeah. Would you then wire them money to be like, hey, like, no, hope you make it. I'd be like, hey, go fuck yourself. You did some shit back there. No, Jose. Yeah, you got to face up to that shit. Yeah, I'd be calling the cops and be like, hey, they're here. I wired them money. Wink, wink. Go get them. Well, I actually don't know if the parents are the ones that alerted the police or not. Ooh. But. Wait, real quick. Yep. Did the parents know that they were busted for, you know, this like weird thing in their car? This alleged shooting? I'm sure that the police were like, they went back to be like, no, 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 no. It was definitely you guys. And then they were like, oh, (laughs) the parents were like, oh, they left town, right? (laughs) And then the police were like, well, they're wanted on fucking two counts of murder that we know of right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I love love that the police are like, oh, no, no, no. It was definitely you. (laughs) Hold on. Wait, did you guys just leave and not arrest anyone? No, go back and arrest them. It was them. And they're like, oh, shit. Okay, let me get back there. (laughs) Oh, fuck, man. I'm sorry. I really blew it back there. (laughs) Okay, we'll we'll head right back over there, boss. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they're just still standing there waiting for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not entirely sure. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. So they were wired money on November 3rd, which is literally the day after they killed Craig and Mary. Oh, gross. Well, I mean, fucking talk about poor planning. (laughs) You're skipping town. And you were like, mom, send money. You couldn't make it a day. You don't have like terrible. I don't know. Fucking 30 bucks for (laughs) gas. Like what? Have a little getaway money ready to go. (laughs) Right. If you're going to do some murdering. Also, this is 1980. $30 could get you like fucking three tanks of gas. 
So true. But I'm assuming that they didn't know when they were doing the murdering that they were going to have to skip town, right? I'm assuming if I'm doing some murdering that eventually yeah. some shit's going to catch up to you. Mm-mm. And I might be mm-hmm. like, hey, I got a go bag. Like, Oh, that's true. You should have like a little a little stash. Yeah. Your getaway. Yeah. Your Thelma and Louise yeah. stash. Your little bug out kit, right? Your little yeah, overnight good point, bag. Good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good point. I agree. So apparently they did not think that far ahead. No, they were just like, stab, stab, bash, bash. I don't know why I said stab, because literally none of them have been stabbed, but you know. So far. Yeah. No, no, I mean, oh. also, also, oh. no, no, we're not adding anymore. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so two weeks later, they needed more money because yeah. they're really fucking mm. bad with finances, apparently. It's like money runs out if you don't have a job. I mean, just, I grow guess. on trees. But also, it's the 80. Like, fucking, I don't know. I'm sure you can get a job under the table somewhere. Wait some tables in a different fucking state. Yeah, I mean, she's got a fake identity. Exactly. So the parents are going to wire the money to Omaha this time. But by this point, the police are on to them. Like I said, I don't know if it was because the parents told the police or if it was because the police are just watching them like, hey, the parents are fucking sending wire transfers to Omaha now. (laughs) That's kind of suspicious. I wonder who they know out there. Yeah. So the police are waiting for them at the Western Union out there. Ooh. All right. I like it. Yep. The smartest way to catch someone. Yep. And they were arrested at the bank on November 17th. And for over a year, Gerald and Charlene stayed kind of together, I guess, quote unquote, like they Mm -hmm. had each other's back, fucking ride or die, right? Yeah. But after 18 months, Charlene finally accepted a plea deal to testify against Gerald. Ooh, girl. It's because she wasn't doing the raping and the murdering. Mm. She was doing the snatching, which isn't all right. But still, uh, I would do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Also, you're fucking facing life in prison. I'd be like, yeah, no. Yeah, like, I'm guilty, but of this way lesser crime. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, did I say I loved him? Because fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he sucked anyway. Yeah. So she was sentenced to 16 years and eight months in prison. And in June of 1983, Gerald was found guilty of the murders of Craig and Mary. Mm -hmm. He was sentenced to death by gas chamber in San Quentin. (gasps) <gasps> just like dad yeah. oh following in his footsteps mm-hmm. the apple doesn't fall far from the tree no like father like son yeah do you think he picked it like he chose gas i don't know i wonder if there was a choice i was gonna say do you get to pick your method of death sometimes you do yeah. because i know that sometimes they're like and he chose fucking death by firing squad and you're like yeah why that's crazy <laughs> yeah well, I don't know if he chose it, but he was like, dear old dad, this is a tribute to you, right? Yeah, this one goes out to you. This one goes out to all my murderers. Oh, God. And so the next year, he was charged with the murders of Karen and Stacy, and he Ugh. was again sentenced to death. Yeah. And in July of 1997, Charlene was released from prison. Wow. And during an interview, she said that, quote, there were victims who died and there were victims who lived. Oh. <gasps> It's taken me a hell of a long time to realize that I'm one of the ones who lived. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And she also claimed that she had tried to save some of the girls. Oh, my God. I don't Was know he, like, forcing her to do all this? I don't know. I don't know how true that all is. But, yeah. 
listen, I can kind of sympathize with the whole like Stockholm thing or, you know, yeah. that like she was on drugs. She was drinking a lot, I guess, when she met him and stuff. So maybe she wasn't in the best mental state. But mm-hmm. also you lured girls you into a van. that. Yeah. 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 Bad luck. Yeah. It's not it's not OK. No, it's awful. Yeah. Like you you helped. I mean, okay, here's the thing. If he was like forcing you to do it and all of that, like gunpoint, you have to do this, yada, yada, yada. Like that's awful. I don't know how I feel about it in terms of like how you should be punished for it. But then none of that came out in trial, right? Like she was never like, I was super forced to do it. Not that I know of, no. And she stayed with him, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah, for like 18 months. So yeah, I don't know. If I was like forced to do this stuff, I might be like, oh shit, police got us. Hey, guess what? Fuck that guy. Here's my out. Yeah. But also like think of um, the Elizabeth Smart thing. Like she was uh, held captive and yeah. she I don't know if she really had Stockholm syndrome so much as it was like she was literally terrified that this guy was going to kill her family or some shit. Yeah. So she didn't want anybody to find out like she was taking the blade for her family so that they could survive. So, I mean, I don't know if that's what this situation was and sounds like you don't really know either. But like, yeah, whoa. Whoa, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it's kind of a rough one, but we'll just assume that the justice system did its thing and was, you know, let's just say it, that it that it did the right thing this time. Okay. Hopefully, maybe. We'll see. I feel great about that. We won't see, but we can just blindly trust, right? In my life. But okay, so he was snatching these chicks, tying them up, raping, mm-hmm. and then murdering, mm-hmm. like, and his main method was of, like, bashing their head. That was, like, the most effective way he could figure out how to murder them. Well, he shot the first two. I yeah. don't. After he bashed their heads in. Because yeah. weren't their heads Yeah, beaten with a tire smashed? iron. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. I think at some point it has to be some, like, sick, fucked up, like, pleasure from it. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. I don't know. It's gross. But in 2002, Gerald mm-hmm. died of rectal cancer. Oh, zing. Got him. <laughs> so in the end, he got effed in the A. Ah, <laughs> uh, literally. Yep. What a pain in the ass. Yep. <laughs> got him. And that is um, a story that I had never fucking heard of before. I've never heard of it either, but I'm a little sad that he didn't follow into your dad's footsteps. I, I Yeah, I can am too. But I don't know how like horrible gas chamber is. Not to say that I believe that he should die a horrible death, but also I know that. Rectal cancer? I know that <laughs> rectal cancer. Well, I don't know about rectal cancer, but I know that cancer is a pretty fucked up way to go. So fuck that yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Well, God damn. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, Aaron, are you ready? I'm so ready. My story is about Stanley Nace. Okay, so in September of 2010, 47-year-old Stanley Nace and his wife, 54-year-old Sandra Nace, lived together in a roadside mobile home park in Breathitt County, Kentucky. Ooh, a roadside mobile home place. Yeah, living the high life. I guess. I bet they were drinking it. high life. Yeah, they were. <laughs> That's a champagne of beers. Hell yeah, it is, girl. You fancy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what, All right. what were they up to in this little mobile hometown? Well, they had been living there for seven years. Ooh. And Stanley didn't have the greatest past. Mm-hmm. In January of 1993, he was arrested and charged 
for two counts of sodomy involving children. Oh, no. No, no. Not good. Don't worry. That's not where the story's going. But listen, that's where yeah. it went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's where it started, I guess, is what you meant to say. <laughs> I mean, that's where it came from. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not pretty. Oh, He ended up pleading guilty to a lesser charge of third-degree sexual abuse, and he only served two years of probation. Wow. 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 That's fucked up. I don't know the story behind this at all, so, I mean, I'm sure he's not innocent whatsoever, but, whoa. But that's not the one that we're here to fucking talk about today? Nope. Not at all. All right. He's obviously not a stand-up character, (laughs) and I really don't know that much about him, but... You know, I feel like that was enough to paint a fucking picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I got a clear picture of what kind of guy this guy is. Yeah, of what's going on here. Okay, so back to 2010. He was causing a ruckus within his neighborhood because, like I said, he wasn't a stand-up guy. And I guess he was just kind of known to be a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. And so because of that and his increasing hostility, people started complaining about him a lot. And his landlord was like, yo, I'm going to have to evict you and your wife. You can't live here anymore. You can't be a dick to everybody, so later, loser, you're out. Yeah. You got 30 days. Yeah. I guess his neighbors also were reported saying that Stanley was known to go walking by a nearby river, and he would, like, practice shooting off his gun, and everyone said that he was really unpredictable, and the smallest things would set him off. Okay. Wait, what ta- uh, what state was this in? Kentucky. Okay. So it's not that weird that a dude's just, like, going and shooting his gun by the river, right? <laughs> no, I feel like it's probably just like a typical Saturday. And yeah. also, if if Brandon could go shoot his gun <laughs> by the river and no one would report him, uh-huh. he would. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not that's not really a sign of like a hostile person. That's just kind of a sign of like, oh, fucking maybe a little fucking Brandon's down by the river. Yeah. OK. <laughs> yeah. yeah Touche. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe not the most responsible, but he's just having fun. Yeah. OK. Touche. But, you know. But for some reason, I also just imagine some, like, redneck in overalls with no shirt on, like, pointing a random fucking shotgun at this guy and, like, mumbling some shit and just shooting it off and falling on his ass and being like, it's a good kick. Like, he's real drunk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, fucking off. And people are like, dude, not by my goddamn trailer. (laughs) See, the only people that I know with guns would be, like, my dad or Brandon, who's just like, let's walk down by the river. And also, I'm going to shoot that tree. Pew. And now let's continue (laughs) walking. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, see, I have family. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> from Kentucky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really? From Kentucky? Yeah, I have family who live in Kentucky oh, or who lived that. in Kentucky. Yeah. My uncle used to have a cabin up there and we would go and it was like on some river. And, um, well, did you go shooting by the riverbed? <laughs> I was just thinking, like, no, we never really shot guns that I knew of or remember, but we shot fireworks off all the time. Yeah. And we go fishing, and my brother shit in the river. It was a great time. Was this the uncle with, like, fucking three fingers on his right hand? <laughs> no, he had all of his fingers. <laughs> but I did drink turtle soup out of a turtle shell, and I also got to try moonshine. So oh. there's that. That he made in his bathtub. <laughs> well, one of them did. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody did. <laughs> exactly. Everybody from Kentucky's like, we're not all like that. You are. <laughs> to me well i mean listen some of you are and i went there once to us and everyone else in california that means you all are exactly and also bt dubs it was fourth of july that i'm recalling this one event so it was hot as fucking tits out there oh humid Mm. yeah that makes sense 
And so you were like, let's right. go out by the river. Yeah, <laughs> let's go swimming. And then my brother shit in the river. You can't swim in a shitty river. No, the it literally floated. Ew! And, and he was like, don't go over there. And I was like, why? And I have a vivid memory of looking over. And you know how like around sticks and branches and shit, the water will kind of like whirlpool? Yeah. <laughs> There's just like a little turd spinning in circles. Ew. And he was like... I pooped, and I was like, you're not supposed to shit in the water. Literally, this is how fucking towns die, <laughs> from throwing de- burying dead people too close to water and shitting in it. Well, listen, I'm pretty sure no one was drinking that Kentucky River water. I was, <laughs> I was horrified. <laughs> Were you in it when, like, fucking yes. nose deep in it, and he's like, I shit over there, and you're like, motherfucker. Yes. Yes. And that, my friends, is the definition of having an older brother. Fucking right. (laughs) Oh, man. He's going to hear this someday and he's going to be like, it wasn't me, it was my friend who shit in the water. Which it could have been. But, you know, still, my brother was the one who told me about it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, there's poop over there. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just spinning. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, this memory's cracking me up. Anyway, so I'm not sure Stanley was shitting in the water, but he for sure was shooting at trees. Yeah. (laughs) And someone was like, hey, this guy's causing a fucking ruckus. Yeah, causing all these ruckuses. And those who knew him said that he didn't treat Sandra well either and that he was a very jealous man and always gave her dirty looks and would make smart-ass comments to her. Sounds like my relationship. Oh. Well, jealous? Brandon's oh, jealous? Oh, no, he's not jealous at all. But we give each other dirty looks and make smart-ass comments all the time. You two legit walk into the room and flip each other off for absolutely no reason <laughs> and then the other one responds by flipping them off. And I'm like... I would fucking kill you. Like, I literally am pissed off for you both. And you guys are just like, what? We're just saying hi. <laughs> it's a sign of love. It's like, sup, love you. We do a little, like, middle finger and drag it along the banister. Like, ding, ding, ding. Like, it's just running. Like, ding, ding. can't see it. Flipping you off. Yeah. It's a good oh, time. God. Oh, I don't know. Listen, we have, a, we have a really good relationship. <laughs> it's It sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. For us, it works. So. Maybe other people look at that, like you looking at ours and being like, oh, they're going to murder each other one day. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. Uh And think like, hmm, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. No. Listen, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it shocked me the first time. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, do I need to fight him, Aaron? Oh, no, we're cool. Well, you're doing it back. What? You know he just flipped you off, right? (laughs) Oh, we're doing it back? Okay. This is weird. I don't know how to handle this. I was in kill mode, but all right. (laughs) Well, bring it back down. Bring it back down. Okay. Okay. We're cool with it now. I mean, it's been years since that first encounter, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. But, you know. Now it's just expected. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think that Sandra appreciated these smart-ass comments, according to other people. I mean, I don't fucking know for sure, but other people were just like, yeah, he was kind of a dick to her. All right. Makes sense. Okay. So at one point, Sandra came to a friend's house. Or it could have been her family. I'm not 100% sure. And she told them that Stanley had threatened to kill her if she ever left him. Ooh. But as what usually happens in these situations, Sandra and Stanley remained a couple regardless. Mm -hmm. So no one did anything. No one said anything. Everything went on as usual. I'm sure her bestie was like, you don't need him. Get rid of him. And she was like, but I love him. And then nothing ever happened. I don't know. But they stayed together. Yeah. Me and Cletus were meant for each other. Yeah. What was yeah. his name? Stanley. Stanley. I was close. like, have you seen him at that shotgun in those overhauls? Mm-hmm. The way they hug mm. his butt? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what he carries in that front pocket? 
Oh, God. Okay. So that morning, Sandra had made Stanley some eggs. Mm-hmm. And when she served them to him, he flew into a rage because his eggs were not to his liking. Uh, first he, of all, you got eggs, motherfucker. You're fucking welcome, right? Yeah. No, that's not cool. Yeah, not cool at all. Well, Stanley thought that his eggs were too cold. And this pissed him off. Okay. You could heat them up. Yeah, it's super easy, <laughs> right? I mean, like, what kind of eggs are we talking? Are we talking scrambled? Because those are super easy to heat up. If we're talking over easy or over medium, I mean, you got to be a little careful. You don't want the yolk to, like, turn not runny because that's the best part of an over easy or over medium egg. But, like, shit, man. You're welcome for the fucking food. Yeah, yeah. Also, just uh, you're, you're fucking welcome. How about you just eat your goddamn eggs? Yeah, you'll eat them how I give them to you. Yeah. That's what I would have yelled. I know. But then also this would have happened to me. Maybe that's what she said. I don't know. Maybe. All right, go on. So like any reasonable person, Stanley was like, all right, I'll just handle this. And so <laughs> he grabbed his 12-gauge shotgun. Oh, no. Mm-mm. That's not how you handle things. I'm sorry. It's a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Ooh, that's fancy. <laughs> yeah. I think most of them are pump. <laughs> I, I think so, too. But I just didn't want to say 12-gauge shotgun and somebody out there be like, it's a pump one. Well, is that a pump action double barrel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so he began to shoot at her. Hold the fucking phone. Yeah. Over his eggs. Because they were cold. Okay. Because he's a dick. But he began to shoot at her. Like in, yeah, shoot in or in around her. In her direction. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what kind of shot was in the shot. That's what I'm thinking. Like, is there a spread? <laughs> <laughs> What's the spread on this shotgun? Did he fucking have slugs in there? Was he like, I will kill you? Or was it like, just fucking this general direction, you're going to feel some pepperin? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Don't know. Not 100% sure. Is it birdshot, buckshot? We don't know. All right. Either way, I really don't want to get shot at. No way, Jose. So Sandra starts running out of the trailer. I'm actually not even sure if he got her or not, but she starts running out of the trailer. Mm -hmm. And she was trying to run next door where her 28-year-old daughter, who was also named Sandra, (laughs) but she went by her middle name of Rachel. So anyway, her daughter lived next door with her boyfriend, 31-year-old Dennis Turner. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to run next door. To be like, yo, motherfucker shooting me. Help me out. Yeah. Shit's going down. Yeah. A neighbor by the name of Steve Smith, he hears the gunshots go off and he looks out his window and he witnessed Stanley chasing Sandra around their Jeep, which was parked in their driveway. And he was continuing to take shots at her. Jesus. Uh, How many fucking shots are in this shotgun? Is he reloading? Because literally there are like two. (laughs) He must be. Either uh, that or it's like... If it's pump action, okay. it'll like load itself on it. I don't know how fucking guns work. I should call Brandon back in. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, go get him. I don't know why I'm saying it like he's Okay, hold on. Hold on. We need okay. the, Let me get the expert. <laughs> okay, we're going to have a little cameo, guys. <laughs> I bet he's so nervous right now to be a part of the podcast. I need an expert. I'm phoning an expert right now. You're about to be on the podcast. Okay, it's a 12-gauge pump shotgun, and this guy is shooting his wife. He's chasing her around the Jeep, and I was like, how many shots are in this fucking shotgun? I thought there was two. What's what's your opinion on that? Is that true? Is this false? Talking to the mic. Mine holds nine because it's a tactical <laughs> assault shotgun. <laughs> Fuck your shit up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> of course it like is. Like the Elmer Fudd shotguns have two. Okay, but a 12-gauge pump shotgun, how many would that have? Is that not enough details for you to know how many rounds it would have? Mine is a 12-gauge pump shotgun, and it holds nine rounds because it's a fucking military-issued one. Is that, like, standard? That's crazy. No, it's not standard. Oh, what's standard? Okay, so how many shots does this guy, like, standard have in his shotgun? 
like two. He to has four, at least probably. six. I'll tell you that much right now. Oh, he has at least six. Oh, story's gonna get interesting. Yeah. Like I said, God damn. Mine holds nine. All right. I'll fuck his shit up. <laughs> Stop it. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, maybe he was reloading, too, so we don't know. Yeah, I guess he could have been reloading. And this guy probably has a tactical assault weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew that's what I had fucking in my house, so. Jesus Christ. Uh, Well, you know, Brandon. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. (laughs) (laughs) And then also, it just says, like, neighbors heard shots. I don't know at what point in time they were shooting where in the story. It's kind of a generalized story. He's obviously chasing her with a shotgun, and she's like, Peace, homie. Yeah. And he's like, nah, I'm going to get you. I feel you. All right. All right. So the neighbor, Steve, he hears all this shit going on. And so he steps outside and Stanley took a shot at him and misses. Oh, shit. All right. That's at least one confirmed shot out of the shotgun. Yeah. I don't know if he ever stops to reload, just for the record, but we'll keep a count. Okay. Well, also in Brandon's, he can hold some ammo in the, like, I guess it would be a handle, the butt of the gun. Yeah. That's like not technically really? in the barrel, but it's in the butt yeah. and you can like pull it out of there and then put it into the barrel. So you and don't have to be like, it. yeah, so you don't have to be like, let me go grab my box of fucking ammo. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get my shotgun shells. Yeah. It's just okay. right there for you. Yeah. All right. So maybe he had that shit. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. So Sandra's like, ah. So she proceeds to run to her daughter's place and Stanley's right behind her. By the way, when Stanley shot at Steve and missed, mm-hmm. Steve was like, I'm going to go back inside. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> yeah. So Sandra proceeds to run to her daughter's place and Stanley is like right behind her and she busts through the door and she tells them that Stanley's trying to kill her mm-hmm. and immediately Stanley comes in right after her. Mm-hmm. And I'm just assuming that they're all stunned in like the living room or some shit. Like right when she walks in, they're like, hold up, what? And then Stanley comes running in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why would you bring this murderer here? Yeah. Or like, I don't know what you're saying. You know how like... You come to me with anything aggressive, and I pause. Like, should we panic? Like, I don't know what. <laughs> Let me what process this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he, he being Stanley, he shoots at Dennis and hits him in the leg. <gasps> and if you'll remember, Dennis is Rachel's boyfriend. Oh, I remember. Oh, good. He hits him in the leg, and Sandra, Rachel, and Dennis, they all make a run for the bathroom, and they hunker down in the bathtub to try to get it away from this crazy guy. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure they didn't have a great, like, the greatest getaway plan. It was just, like, try to get the fuck away. They end up in a bathroom, and they hunker down in the bathtub. Yeah. Stanley barges in, and he ends up murdering them all (gasps) in the tub together. What? With the gun. What the fuck? Yeah. 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 So another neighbor. Holy shit. Rachel Whitehead. Yeah. He's fucking crazy. Over eggs? Over eggs. Because his eggs weren't hot enough, and he just lost his shit. Remember how the neighbors were like, Oh, he's, like, hot-tempered. He's quick to react. Yeah. He's an asshole. I mean, fucking... Whoa. I'm hot-tempered. <laughs> Not really, but sometimes. Yeah, you're probably the least hot-tempered person I know. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I'm hot-tempered. That's true. <laughs> there you go. You're hot-tempered, but I never... Like, you could calm down. After the first, yeah. like, three shots, you'd be like, man, it's Whoa. cold outside. I didn't put on shoes. I'm gonna go back inside. I shot at my neighbor yeah. back there. That was weird. <laughs> How embarrassing. Yeah. And then you'd walk <laughs> yeah. and wander back inside. Yeah. And I'd eat my goddamn cold eggs. Yeah. Or make some more. I don't know. Warm him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he went batshit crazy. Jesus. So another neighbor, Rachel Whitehead, she had heard the commotion going on and she watched Sandra run to her daughter's house and had heard the shots go off and everything. And she was outside when all this happened. 
And she was just stunned at what she was witnessing. Yeah. So she wasn't like running away or anything. She was just like, uh, the fuck? She just froze like he was a T-Rex. Yeah, exactly. So her friend and a neighbor named Tammy Kilborn saw Rachel just standing there stunned. And she ran over and grabbed her and pulled her into Tammy's trailer to get her out of Stanley's like line of fire, right? Because he's going fucking nuts. He was shooting at Steve. He's shooting at Sandra. He's shooting at everybody. And they just heard, saw him run in after her and heard a bunch of gunshots go off. Yeah. I'm assuming at least three. So now we're at a shot count of four. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. So she's like... uh. Come the fuck with me. Get out of this, like, common area. Mm-hmm. So Stanley must have stormed out of Rachel's trailer and seen the two women, the two neighbors, running into Tammy's trailer. Because for some reason, he then chased the women into Tammy's trailer. And they were running from him actively. Like, they knew he was coming. And they ran towards her back bedroom. And Stanley burst into the trailer. Jesus. Chasing after them. Yeah. He caught up to them and he pointed the gun at Rachel's head (gasps) and she begged and pleaded him not to shoot her because she wanted to see her children grow up. Oh, my God. I know. And Stanley said, get out. Get out of here. And he let Rachel escape. Oh, thank God. I did not think that's where that was going to end. I didn't think so either. So she would like beg, beg and pleaded and he was like, okay, you can you can go. That's a a valid. Okay, you have a doctor's note. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. strep we don't want that go yeah so he has some fucking rationale back in his brain it's so weird there and there yeah yeah but not always because there's another weird part but yeah there's something going on there Mm -hmm. so as rachel's running away she hears the gun go off twice and she heard tammy screaming that she like while she was being shot oh my god and she ends up dying so now we have two more gunshots that's six holy shit Yeah, so Tammy ends up dying there. Stanley also shot and killed another neighbor by the name of Teresa Fugate. But I'm not 100% sure where she was murdered or, like, what happened. Like, I don't know if it happened with one of these other groups, like, with the neighbor Rachel and Tammy or in her own trailer or what have you. Yeah. But for some reason and somehow he ends up with the gun pointed at Teresa and Teresa's daughter, who was seven years old, <gasps> was sitting on Teresa's lap when Stanley pointed the gun at her mother's head. Oh my God. And the daughter begged and pleaded at Stanley to not shoot her mom. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then he shot her mom. Oh no. While she was on her fucking lap, man. <gasps> Did he let her live? He told the little girl to go and to run. He said, get out of here. Like, go. Jesus. I know, man. That's so fucked up. So the little girl runs and goes next door and tells the neighbors what had just happened. And the neighbors call the police. The neighbors are like, yeah, we heard kind of a ruckus outside. (laughs) But we didn't go out there. It seemed like a little bit of a ruckus and we didn't want to get involved. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Jesus. I'm not sure if people called the police when they first heard the gunshots go off or what. But it took the police an hour to get there from when the gunshots first started. Holy shit. An hour. An hour of this guy running around. And literally neighbors were saying that he was just like storming across people's lawns in his PJs and like shooting at them. Oh my God. So for sure I know the gun went off seven times based off of our story. So maybe Brandon's right with nine. Yeah. And then if he shot off like a handful more or two more at at Sandra in the beginning. That would make sense. Yeah. Holy shit. Maybe he's right. 
Too bad someone didn't know what the fight was about, so they couldn't be like, yo, I'll make you eggs. Chill. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I make the best eggs. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure how they found out that the egg story was what set them off. I think it was a neighbor or a relative of somebody who had been shot or had experienced all of this, like knew the story or somehow got out. I'm 100% sure. Hmm. But evidently it was over cold eggs. Jesus. Okay, so like I was saying, it took the police an hour to arrive. And when they get there, they hear a single gunshot go off. (gasps) And they rush towards the gunshot. And it's in the direction of Stanley's trailer. And they find him laying dead on his own porch with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Ugh. And a neighbor who had witnessed the suicide said that Stanley was on the porch to his trailer. He mumbled something to himself. He pointed the shotgun at his head and he pulled the trigger. Jesus. And that is where my story ends. Holy shit, man. But what the fuck? Holy shit. Is that not crazy? Over some fucking eggs. Seriously. I mean, obviously, there's like some deep-seated domestic violence shit going on there. Yeah, yeah. But like, but, like really? dude lost it. Yeah, that's the catalyst. Oh, there were articles that said that he was receiving Social Security for something, but nobody knew what. Like, he was on disability, but they didn't know what for. Mm-hmm. So I secretly speculated in my mind that maybe some sort of mental illness of something from, like, his past, but... There was no details on anybody's past other than he fucking sodomized two children or a couple of children or some shit like that. Well, yeah. I mean, there's got to be some kind of, like, mental illness or something that allows a person to snap and then not, like, I don't know, snap back real quickly. Like, I've snapped where my cat scratches me and you, like, smack him real quick and you're like, Jesus. And then you're like, oh, that's my cat, though. (laughs) Like, I lost my temper back then. Yeah, but it's more like a gut reaction or like a, ah, please don't scratch me. And then you're like, oh, I feel horrible. But yeah, like the immediate reaction versus like, and now I'm running outside and shooting at my neighbor and running into another trailer and fucking killing three people and then allowing a person to live. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like saying. Isn't that crazy? I fucking know right from wrong. And you're like, all right, you fucking talked your way out of this You get to live. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. So it was a total of six people dead, including him. God damn. Because of his fucking flying off the handle mental illness. Yeah. Crazy. That's insane. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it took the police a whole fucking hour to get there. I mean, was this like rural Kentucky? I don't know. I don't know how that works because I'm so used to living in fucking San Diego that I'm like, ah, they should be here in two minutes. (laughs) Yeah. I went to Idlewild one time. Oh, God. (laughs) And there was a bar fight and someone called the cops and everyone just stood outside like around for a while. Everyone was standing around like finishing their beer and drinking and stuff. And they're like, don't worry, the cops won't be here for like 45 minutes because they have to come from the fucking town down the road or whatever, like way down at the bottom of the hill. There were no cops in this town. So everybody literally mingled in the parking lot like they broke up the fight everyone mingled in the parking lot for a while finished their beer everything and then people just started like leaving one guy got into someone's truck and was like smoking pot before it was legal and he's like well the cops aren't gonna be here for a hot minute and (laughs) oh shit just like doing more illegal shit (laughs) (laughs) it's like i got time yeah get it out of my system before they get here exactly it was crazy that is crazy. I'm, that blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Brad and I were standing there like, is this the fucking Wild West? Like, what is happening? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, it was. So maybe oh, it was shit. like a rural town where the police are like, 
you know, it takes them 30 minutes to get there and it took, you know, 15 minutes to get someone on the case. It probably was because when I visited my uncle in Kentucky, it was basically like that. Yeah. <laughs> like we were shooting off full-fledged like the fireworks that like your city sets off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like at each other's faces. You're like here's the finale, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And uh, nobody bothered us. <laughs> yeah. So chances are nobody called after the first maybe second shots or something. And then until Steve was like, hey, that's she's being chased around a fucking Jeep. Maybe we should contact somebody. He shot somebody. at me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Ugh, that's fucking awful. God damn. Ooh, agreed. Yeah. All right. So uh, is that it? Yeah, I think so. Is that how we end our first coronavirus episode? It is. So again, we apologize if the audio quality is anything less than it is usually. Normally is. If the vibe is a little weird or different, we'll get used to it. You know, you just bear with us. Yeah. Just know that we're just trying not to die here. So <laughs> yeah, we're just staying alive. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking delay, man. We need to be with each other. That right there is just proof. That in person is how this podcast should be happening. That's fair. But in the time being, we are being fucking responsible human beings and we are stopping this fucking spread. We're trying. You know what? Coronavirus dies here. We're just flat in the peak. Yeah. That's all we really need so that everybody can get their ventilators. Yeah. We're basically the Oprah of podcasting. Basically. You get a ventilator. You get a ventilator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All you people. We all get ventilators. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really sad if in like two weeks one of us is on a ventilator. God, I don't want that. Knock on. I have nothing wood near me. Cardboard's wood. I'll do it. I don't have it. There we go. (laughs) Someone's going to be like, cardboard is not wood. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm the one on the ventilator, will you please still come record with me and you'll just hear my machine. (laughs) Yeah. Beep. (laughs) And you'll be like, did you hear me? I said, goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's going to be real sad. Don't do that. It's okay. It won't happen. I was just kidding. Yeah. It's a bad joke, but you know. Well, you know. Okay, guys. So if you want to check out pictures pertaining to our cases, go check out our website. I said, God damn. Nope. That's not our it. website. <laughs> ISGDpodcast.com. And also, we have links to our merch and our Patreon there. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to talk to us on social media, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ISGDpod. You can email us isgdpodcast at gmail.com and I will promptly write you back except for like the five people I still owe emails to. Don't you think I forgot about you? I fucking love you. And if it's been longer than like two weeks, email me again and I'll be like, God damn, that shit was in junk, but it wasn't in junk. (laughs) Super quick side note, aren't we on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at isgdpodcast? Yeah, what'd I say? isgdpod. (laughs) I didn't finish it. No, you just went with pod real long. And I was like, that's not it. <laughs> but you were on a roll, I like, so I let it go. <laughs> I like how you asked. I like how, this is the wine, man. I, like, I just want it. It would fuck up the vibe of the song if I had to put cast at the end. I and it. I like how you had to ask. I was like, like sure? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> no, it is podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're on fucking, you know, social media at ISGD Podcast. Yep. Also, you can yeah. snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subscribe, rate, and review. Please. Is that all? I think it is. Hey, 
We appreciate you people and stay safe out there. Yes, please. Wash your fucking hands. Yeah, wash your hands. Lice all your fucking whole selves. I don't know. Dip yourselves in bleach. Do whatever you got to do. Gargle with yeah. sanitizer. Don't do that. Maybe. Uh, I mean, as long as you spit it out. <laughs> Social distancing, you know, protect those who fucking need it. Oh, by the way, hashtag herd immunity, not hoard immunity. Just saying it. You've heard it here first, you know? Because everybody's hoarding shit. Oh, Can you not hear it oh, well oh. When I say hoard. I just didn't yeah. understand what hoard meant. <laughs> I do now. I needed the context. God damn it. <laughs> I'm dumber without you here. Because <laughs> everybody's fucking hoarding all the goddamn shit, man. Like, I didn't stockpile for the apocalypse. So if I need some goddamn chicken, I'd like to just go buy a normal amount of fucking chicken. Yeah. For a decent price. Yeah. All right. You guys aren't stupid. We know. We know. But help help people. Help your neighbors, your elderly fucking friends or neighbors or whoever might need help. Help them. Yeah. Help them. And then when you see the stupids with all the toilet paper in their carts, just look at them and be like, you're stupid. Or just ask them <laughs> why. Like, what have you heard? Yeah. I just want to yeah. know. I just want to know where their head's at. Like, I, I get, what am I missing? I get one pack because you're like, whoa, holy shit, I almost ran out back there. I needed another pack. And they sell it in like, hey, do you need 36 rolls? And you're like, not really, yeah. but okay. But I don't want to come back for this anytime soon, so I'll grab it. Yeah, so and that's fine. a special closet for it. But then the next person who you see with like two or more packs, just I want to know why. Ask him why. Don't be aggressive. Don't be mean about it. Just yeah, be like, just hey, like, so oh. uh, what's going on? Is it fajita night? <laughs> <laughs> Are we all eat, living off a of Taco Bell? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Because I'm in. I just want to know if I should go prepare. Uh, yeah. I just want to know. I just want to know. So anyway, that's all I got to say about that. On that public service announcement. Yeah. Hey, guys. Bye. See you later.